coast. All my niggas, we coasting. High grade, we smoking. On the highway, we rolling. Crack a bottle, we toasting. Welcome to another episode of Weed and Whiskey. I am your host, O'Shane, and I'm here with your other host, Quell. How are you guys doing today? Hey, I just want to let y'all know, I'm Jesus' older brother. I was the real Messiah. Wait, you relate to Jesus? I don't know. Word? I know you relate I was, to I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus' older brother, nigga. That's my little brother. Word? Yeah, man. I'm Superman's older brother. Facts. That's how I go. Yeah. You from different <laughs> places and different worlds, you know. Realities and what's normal isn't really, really normal no more. Hey man, listen. Yeah, what's upside down is right. What left is inside out. If what's you, black is purple. If you could be any superhero, who would you be? I don't know. I'd probably have to go for. I don't know. My boy brought this up to me the other day. I think I'll go for um, Static Shock. Static Shock? Why? One, he's black. All right, let's take the race out of this because I can't. Cause no, I can't, bro. you can't, I can't because I can't because not when it comes to superheroes and what's this, been shown to me. Because this is why you can take a race out of superheroes because they're all fiction no matter what. Yeah, that's probably what y'all think. Hey, listen, if they're real, they're real. But as far as I know, they're fake. So I can I'll, I'll apply myself to any superhero there is. I mean, if that's the case, why did, then why did they make some black and most white? Because most of the people uh, writing them were white and they depicted them as self images. But like you know, a lot of those white superheroes based off black history, black black stories. But that's what I'm saying. So what if what? So if, how can I take race out of it? Nah, but what I'm saying is, it's like, if what if they decide to go, hey, like they're gonna they're gonna cast uh, Idris Elba as the new 007, right? It's not superhero. So, no, nah, but what I'm saying is, what if that becomes the norm to where? The future generations just know 007 as a black man and not the white guy we grew up with. We can have that conversation when we have that world. But you see, but that, but that's a possibility if certain things become true. Now, even with that conversation, do you feel like a black person is going to go out of their way to cast a black 007? A black person? A black director. A black I wouldn't producer. say, I wouldn't say a black director. I say a studio would because of the, the way things are going now, and you kind of have to in a way. So I don't know. I wouldn't. That would be that would be like pandering at that point. Hey, listen, you pander all the fuck you want. If you they are, if they oh they're oh they're pandering. Hey, did you hear that? Me is taking off the uh, Black Lives Matter next season. You know, I'm one of those people who are with that. I know, but <clears throat> it's just funny that it happens for a season, which. It's not surprising at all. Is that really surprising to you? No. Like the NBA, one of the one of the most black organization in terms of the people who makes it up, not the people who run it. And their way of showing Black Lives Matter is to post it on everything. Yeah. But not actually do something. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Like, I, I, I don't care, man. I'm one of those people. If you, if you want to help, then you go out of your way to help. You go directly into these communities and do, do help. You go 
put some money in into these businesses directly. Like yeah, that's exactly helping. exactly none of that none of that. Oh yeah, we got a ten year plan. Yeah, if it's serious, then to... it's nothing to go out of your way to make it happen. And it'd be foundations. It'd be yeah. like because you don't what I'm a tax write off. Pretty much what you are. I'm a fucking tax write off, bro. Yeah, I mean you are for the country as it is. Like, at the end of the day, like, like you're not showing me that you care. Yeah. Other people might be satisfied with it, but I'm not. Yeah. No. Yo, if I were me any superhero, I'd be the Green Lantern. Oh, which one? The black one or the white one? Oh, the black one, man. Oh, oh, oh so now, now it's about race. No, but because that's, so, that's the only way. But see, but see what I'm saying, though. They took a originally black character, made a movie, made him white, and now some in future generations, the only time they see Green Lantern is whatever fucking, what the fuck is home name? You know there's two Green Lanterns from Earth, right? Wow, I did not know that. No, I did not. Yeah, there's two Green Lanterns from Earth. Okay. Well, yeah. That, they're two different Green Lanterns with two different stories. So there's a white and a black one? Yeah. One's John and one's what was it, Hal, I think. Hal, Hal's the black one, huh? No, John's the black one. Whoa. Yeah, John. Shit. John life is dope, though. John is a dope. I like him as a, as a um, Green Lantern. I like home. John is created with his ring. Okay. But... That one is like that one is a different case because there's two different Green Lanterns from Earth. But do you know the reason why I be Green Lantern? Mm. So I can just fly the fuck out of here when I feel like it. I can go to another planet. But honestly, all right, be real. If you really don't want to take race out of it, I'll probably choose Flash. I like super I, speed. That was my second pick. I love that was super my second speed pick because if I could just run around wherever the fuck I need to go, it's not even that. Like. You have intangibility that comes with super speed because now you can vibrate your molecules at high speeds and go through solid objects. Yeah, but what if you fall? <laughs> what you mean? What if you trip while you running that fast? You dead, bro. Fall through what? If you fall, like, so say you running, right? Ooh. But you got to understand, when you have super speed, you have super healing there as well, too. Yeah, but that means if you that means you have super damage, too. Yeah, but you've got to be tougher. Ah. It comes like, with being tougher. I, I like hope you, at least it comes with listen, being tougher. I've seen what niggas' bodies do when they uh, go on a motorcycle accident at 160. I don't know, man. I've tripped very fast running already. I don't <laughs> think that's the same thing. It's not. <laughs> it's not. No, but if you're going fucking 30,000 miles an hour. But you got to understand, that's still not fast for you. It's only fast for the people watching you. To you, you're going to normal pace, normal speed. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't, you know, things like that. That's just, I think about things like that. Because, like, if you trip and fall. So what if. That's your ass. You trip and fall. Like, what if you all of a sudden can't fly no more? As a group, I'm the Green Lantern, though. But see, the things of like that is, like, you could be like, oh, what if you fly and hit a satellite? What? You gotta be pretty dumb to hit a satellite. Nah, nigga, you just fly out, boom, hit a satellite. It's like pulling out your driveway. <laughs> it's the same thing. In relative terms. I'm speechless. No. I'm speechless. So, one thing that we don't talk about, I have never, well, I've realized we don't talk about, is like, we don't talk about like, who our like, favorite music artists are. Alright. And I don't think I don't know why it's a Yeah, give let's give give our listeners a piece of who we are, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know. They know they know you don't read books. Yeah, well you're damn right. Yeah, they know you don't read books. They know all right. And they know some of them know all right. Yeah, I know what's about to happen when I get older. And he gonna yeah, he gonna adopt a white child. 
white child and do cocaine. Big Yachts, cocaine, baby. Yeah, how we that's how we going out. You know, but you know our lives now, (laughs) who we are now, not who some of us strive to be. You know, Mm. who we are now. I don't know, but in terms of favorite artists, you know mine already. J Cole, hands down. But I'm anything Dreamville. I'm anything Dreamville. But like hands down, J Cole. Like I have a J Cole playlist in my phone, and it's called "When the World Gets Cold," like C O L E, like. You titled it? I just need my word. I actually have multiple different playlists. I have um, my cruising playlist. It's called Cruising Playlist. Um, It's called Cruising Music. So every time I get in my car, I play my cruising playlist. So who would be like five artists that you have heavy rotation right now? Um, J. Cole, definitely. Joey Badass, definitely. Kendrick, um... Okay, I, I don't listen to much people to honest with you. Like, really? Yeah, because like I, I, I listen to everything, but those are like my main like dominant like I those go to artists. Yeah, like those are my go to artists. Like, and I have like my few female artists that I try to gravitate to. Like, I have Georgia Smith, I have Ari Lennox. Um, of course, you have some Erica Badu, the old school. But you know, old school don't really count because I feel like everybody gotta love their old school. Yeah, man, I like playing a lot of Barris, yo. I like love my Jamaican old school. I, I got to like, like, like sometimes I be at work, yo. They be looking at me like, what the fuck? I be just be vibing like I'm at a cookout, like. <laughs> like I got the girls singing on Bob Marley every time it comes on now, yo. They're really? like, don't worry about a thing. Yeah, they know the words. Really, that's dope. They know man. the words. That's dope. Yeah, the other day I heard them singing um, Soldier Boy, turn my swag on. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. People, if you don't understand, these are like... Really? But it's like five and seven-year-olds who's singing Soldier Boy. Hop up out my bed, turn my swag on. What? Yo, yes. Yo, you know what's crazy? A lot of those songs are coming back on TikTok. Yeah, because, I, I don't know, it's like people like to make trends out of things that was already, already trendy. Yo, but I was on... Uh, speaking of past, right? So I'm in the car. This is like a couple hours ago, and High Night Seven is spinning like. Oh, the Jamaican mix. I was listening to that with the um Elephant Man mix. Yo, bro, it took me back to my Jamaica days, and bro. I was like, Yo, ain't play some Gully Creeper, man. You was, you was, was you in the, was you, was you in the scene? Because we the same age. Like, I was, I was honest. That was the age I was actually partying. I, was, I'm not okay, a partying okay, person, just, but I was like, I was out like, there. I was holding my one two girl, you know, daga this, daga that, you know. At the, at the sportsman. Yeah, and people at, backyard. At, yo, yo, this one backyard cookhouse was lit. Man, listen, team party. I heard something the other day, and I said to myself, I don't understand it either. <laughs> Who the fuck would open up a teen club? Who in their right mind is smart enough to do that? Somebody. Not know? even smart enough. Stupid. Because that is the dumbest. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it might be pretty. It might be a lucrative business. Because got to think about it, bro. There's a lot of parents who want to get rid of their teenagers. It was. It was. Like if you can send them to a place that you know is somewhere safe and somewhat. And I will control. say this: I have dabbled in the throne parties. I have. Yeah, like. A times. Nigga, it like, was a little lucrative. It was lucrative. And think about it like this, yo: it could be beneficial for them because a lot of us are much humble now because we got it out of our system at an early age. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people still. 
Yeah, it's still going, but there's a lot of people who don't yeah. care for that scene as they get older now because they did it at such a young age already. Because, yeah. I mean, during them times, that was... that was, was sneaking to do it. Yo, man. And you know what you used to think about now? We used to do that shit with no liquor. Facts. All weed. <laughs> Just all energy. All weed Drinking energy. soda and shit. Like. No, nah, I was drinking. No, I wasn't. Actually, I wasn't a big drinker back then. No, most of us were. We I, just, it was all smokers. Yo, we were just partying as kids. Yeah. Yes, we're all smokers. I, was, I, would, I would roll up, yeah. Yeah, I was smoking since I was 13, officially. Yeah. Yeah, 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 me too. Yeah, so I was smoking at these parties. I was smoking by the time I was in high school. So at all of these parties, I was, I was smoking. I was one of those guys who always had his corner to go smoke, and then I, you know, Isn't that do my weird, thing. though, yo? The energy we had as kids. Nah, that ain't weird. That's normal, bro. Yo, but I think it's, it's weird that these kids nowadays barely have that energy. Yeah, man, so different, bro. We used to go out and sneak out and go to a party just to have like, fun. Yo, think about how crazy that is. We used to sneak out, go to a party in the middle of the hood too. Like it no issues. Matter. Niggas, niggas didn't shootings all the time. All but niggas the knew who they time. wanted to shoot back then, and yeah. they actually knew how to shoot. Yeah, but it was still kind of crazy. It was it wild, was, but it had it was still kind of crazy. It was chaos. It was like congruity within chaos. <laughs> Yo, I, if my mother ever knew about all the crazy shit that we used to get into, bro. My brother be slowly hearing the stories of the stuff that I did in high school and shit like that. How, like, I used to skip class and all these type of shit. I wasn't wild, but I was wild, yo. I think at that age, you just curious, more or less. It's not even... It's like the world is yours to take. Yeah, you have no responsibility at all. And so. it's like you don't see no limitations in anything and that you really don't limit yourself to. But that's the stupid part about it, though. But that's the fun part about it, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes stupid can be fun. I ain't going to lie. Yo, but, like, people... What's the I dumbest don't... thing you've ever done that you could think of or one of the dumbest things you could think on top of your head right now? I don't know if I want to say that. <laughs> now, now I want to know. Uh. I've been, I, done, I jumped off really? a, I jumped off a roof before And tried to jump okay, into a tree Okay stupid like that Okay I'm, um, That's dumb in it anyway <laughs> I did some dumb shit dog Ah man I'm trying to think I did a lot of stupid ass shit Look at him I did a lot of stupid shit I can't For yo, a nigga man. who did a lot of stupid shit I just don't know if I want to say shit. none of this shit on here To be honest with you So why you keep telling us you do stupid shit And not telling us the stupid <laughs> shit you do Yo see how you going on tonight Listen Quote, We had a wild couple years man Man Kids Did we Alright I'm gonna tell you some stupid shit That's some stupid shit I did Cause all my shit had to do with some dumb shit that Tell the one that's weed related Huh? Tell the one that's re- weed related. Okay. On the day All right. Weed, I was about the day, to do that. I was on the day weed became decriminalized. Oh. Oh. Oh yeah. Well, me and oh me and okay. <laughs> I can tell this one. That's easy. Um, me and Lex, we driving like we about to go, and I think we about to go get grava, yo. This is the bad part about this. They, they always tell you don't get your rolling supplies before you buy your weed. Facts. They always tell you that, and we bought papers. Before we got the weed So We driving And we like yo It like It look just like Cops pull somebody over Like I'm just like yo Alright Lex Pull up to the cop But it's a It's a check stop It's a checkpoint Lex Pull up The dude's like Where's the weed <laughs> I 
I'm like, because he saw the papers. No, he smelled it. Oh shit. We I, had bought. Yo, it's funny, bro. We I just, hate when they do that. No, but we just came from that way. It's Main Street. Oh, coming right into Windsor, right that little border, right. I there. know what you're talking about. So, we just came from there. We just literally came from there to go buy weed, and we. And they set that shit up in like ten minutes or something, bro. Because <laughs> time we go back, to come back. Time we go back. Yeah, like, what if we at? One of the cops that was far. I was like, damn, I can smell that shit from over here. Yo, these motherfuckers had us out there for like hours, just sitting out there on a curb, nigga. All these cars passing by. This is where we live. We live over here, nigga. I think I'm like fucking criminal in your own home community. Yeah. It's funny because I had an that, experience like that. That day, the day we got that shit was the day they decriminalized weed. Well, too bad it wasn't medical. The day. I hate when they do that. Nigga. I, a cop did that to me because one time me and my boy just finished, left the gym from playing ball and we just rolled up a spliff. Niggas got pulled over. We ain't pull over right away because there was a lot of woods around. We didn't trust that shit. So we put the hazards on and slowly cruised over until we got it to a gas station. We pulled into there. The niggas pulled us over and they detained us right away. Took us out the car because they smelled the weed and found um found a clip. Took us out the car, put us in cuffs on the curb ASAP. Searching the car, searching my pocket. I'm telling them I had a dime bag and my shit. Nigga doing the most just to get it out. Backup comes. First nigga comes. This is what he says. Ooh, you guys must have some good shit. I smell it from all the way from here. Oh, man. That's what they do, man. They did. They did that extra shit. Like, I'm like, oh, here so, we go. So they do that. My boy had one of them contraptions, like a Sprite can, but it's not really a Sprite can. It's one that you put the weed in. Yeah. Tell me why. The cops automatically knew what the fuck it was. Because it's just not that sneaky, bro. They not, bro. This nigga looked at it and just opened it right away. It's like, oh. <laughs> Found all the shit. Found all the shit, my nigga. It's just not that sneaky. And it was just about to get off shift, so I'm convinced they smoked our weed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> why you say that? Because why would you tell me my shit's good? Because it's loud. Like, why? You, how do you know? That's a very good, that's a very good question. How do you know you smoke? I firmly believe everybody smoke weed, man. Listen, listen, trust man, me, man. These cops be smoking, man. Trust this me, is not the first time weed. I got pulled over, and I believe these cops smoke my weed. I got, I be having good weed on me most of the times. We were just talking about that beforehand. Well, I admit it, man. Sometimes I fuck up, and you just get a bad buy. So that's why I'm just, just sticking to what I know. And yeah. just trust, trust my instincts. Yeah, cause it's so hard. But we nowadays, yo, it's 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 different, man. It's a different game. And it's, for the people who don't smoke, be thankful you don't go through this. Yeah, cause like you said earlier, if you're gonna spend money and buy a good bottle of whiskey, I'm gonna spend that money to buy a good batch of weed. Exactly. And it's like you gotta really know what you're getting for your money. Facts, cause nowadays weed is becoming more of a business nowadays. It's not. Merely a lifestyle no more is really becoming a business, and I feel like a lot of people be going about it with business tactics. Hmm. I never thought, I never heard of it like that. I always thought it was a business. Now it's become more of a uh, a fad. Like, 
But, so there's advertisement. But that's what makes it a fad because of the business aspects of it. But, how it's being promoted and how it's being go about right now. Nah, I hear you. Because, like, if, if weed was still the way weed was, my nigga, it would just be a couple... Like, there's people who I've tried to get smoke, to try to get to smoke for years, my nigga. Nah, I'm good, bro. I'm good, my nigga. That ain't me. Nah. Them niggas be smoking. It's weird, right? It be smoking. It's I mean, like... It's so different. What happened? Though. What changed? Niggas, like, I was telling you how good this shit was years ago, but... But I ain't gonna lie, yo. Sometimes I be feeling a little... Personally hurt. Why? Because one, it's like, I'm your friend for so long. <laughs> I've been trying to get you to smoke for so long. Hey, you over and here. you go to smoke with somebody else. It hurts. You never hit me and be like, yo, oh. I've been thinking about my nigga, yo. Roll up. You know? Yo, I haven't got one of my friends high for the first time in a long time. Because now everybody gets high. Yeah, it's not fun. It's not as fun as it used to be, man. No, nah, you're not the cool guy because you smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody used to be like, man, what are you doing, Marquette? You smoke weed? Yeah. yeah now nah, everybody like, oh, yo, yo, what up, baby? Nah, everybody, now nah, everybody leaving the Thanksgiving table, go smoke before yeah, dinner. Come on, man. Up. Stop playing with me, man. Like, imagine that. Everybody at Thanksgiving and the whole table get up to go smoke. <laughs> Hey man, that's where we at with that shit now, man. Yeah, but it's. I felt like before it was everybody. Everybody did it, but it was something different. It was like a, a culture under stuff. Like you said, it's not. It was a lifestyle. Yeah, the people who did it, they didn't just smoke just to smoke. Yeah, it was part of how they lived. Mm-hmm. It was a part of their routines, their daily life. And you know, and you would know when somebody else, you're like, oh, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. You, you on my level right yeah. now. Yeah, like a smoker is not somebody who necessarily smokes to escape. Mm-hmm. It's just something they became accustomed to. Yeah. Over the years of doing it, it's a part of your lifestyle, man. Exactly. It's, to meditate. Exactly. It's a meditation. There's other people at this point now who use it for like, what's the term now? Recreational purposes. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like if you're going to do something, do it with a purpose. I'm going to tell you what. I'm never doing dabs ever again in my life. I will never do a dab. I did a few times, man, and I just at that point, and then I'll tell you what. My, my tolerance for, like, rolling splits and shit just went away. Just changed? And no, it went away. Like, I didn't have any at all. Like, it was just like, all right. It was so weird. Like, it, and then... Like, you smoke one dab, you take one hit, that shit. It's like one spliff like that. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. And then I just stopped, and then one day, I got just, just like, I had smoked a dab, and I got so high, bro. I, like, I forgot where I was. Like, oh, I forgot I had And, like, I fell asleep at this dude's house. I'm at my boy's house, and I just knocked out. I'm out, and I don't ever fall asleep at nobody's house, bro. I don't do that. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm no, going I'll home. I never get too fucked up to not go home. Yeah, that's I'm always going. That's that's always the fact. Like, I'm always going to make it. I make sure I get home. Like, I never I, get too fucked up where I can't make it home. Yeah. Or even if I do get too fucked up, I'm still going to go home. Nah, that's just my rule. I never get too fucked up where I can't make it home. I learned that later. If I go in that, if I go with that mindset into any situation, it's already subconscious. So it's like, I, like my body knows and won't let. I don't know, like. I can tell you when I'm one drink too many in. 
I can tell you one which sip. I could tell you at what point it's too much for me. Yeah, I know. Now I can. I can tell you that. Like, if, if I take a sip and then I feel my body like lift a little bit, I'd be like, all right, I know if I take another sip, that's Yo, it. You ain't never had a moments though where you just like, you just like, the alcohol take control. It's like, yo, fuck it. I'm just going to keep drinking. Yes. When okay. I know I'm at home. Oh, I'm going to drive. Nah, man. Bro. Listen, listen. It was listen, I'm not one of those. Like, I'm not a drunk, but when I do drink sometimes and I'm drinking good liquor that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. I love I can't stop drinking, bro. I can't. At that point, it's like drinking juice. I had to learn how to stop. I had to, because there was a point where, like, one day, we had went to the bar after work, man. And all my work dudes, yo, I'm hanging out with just mad white dudes. And, you know, they get fucked up. And there's one dude at my job just buys shots. All he do is he comes in, you know, he sneaky buy his beer. And then he start ordering rounds for everybody. Hmm. Right? So I'm just, he just throwing back shots. I don't know how many shots I had. And then I know I was too fucked up because he... I see him sneaking another round. He said, yo, order. I said, nah. I said, I said yo. I said, nah, don't, don't do that. Yo. Don't do that. But I was so fucked up, I couldn't really say it. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yo, bring yo. it as free. Yo, I'm like, yo, free. yo, 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 don't, don't do that. So so it got around, and everybody taking a shot. And I took the shot. I'm like, oh, shit. He was going. Bro, it was done. That was that done, point. right? So I get in my car. And I start pulling off, and then I'm like, oh, shit, my, I'm supposed to be my boy back at his house. So now, it's, I don't know what time it is, whatever. But I'm driving, and at a point, I don't know where the fuck I'm at. But all I know is I'm in the middle of the highway, going, fit, like, 45 miles an hour. Like, bro, we cruising, though, like, in the middle of the lane. I get to my boy house, y'all, this nigga don't come, nigga. I start yakking. Everywhere on the road, my nigga. So like, yak everywhere. I've never been that drunk. It I've, gets, been, I've been drunker. You know how worse it gets. So it gets. I call my boy. I'm like, yo, where you at? He's like, yo, yo, I'm on the. Highway. He's fucked up, man. I can tell. He's like, yo, I'm on the highway. I'm out there. I'm on my way. Oh shit. He yak. The phone. No, phone hangs up. Crashed. Bro, I call this like, thing did not pick up the phone. I sat there for like two hours and I'm like, yo, I'm so fucked up. I was like, yo, I drove back on the highway just to see if he crashed. Like, (laughs) all the way back to Enfield, my nigga. Drove all the way back. Came back, went home. Like, damn, I gotta, I'm not see about this nigga no more. This nigga forgot to pay his bill. (laughs) Goes back just to pay his fucking bill. For the dude to already pay his bill for him. The dude that we was with. And Yak's in the bathroom. Has to get picked up. Jesus Christ. See, that that makes me want to transition to it. Like, a lot of people have been asking us, um, why whiskey? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, why, why whiskey? That's actually a great question because... No experience have I ever had like that. I have drunk whiskey, cause those days I was drinking Hennessy or whatever the fuck I was getting. Like you know what I mean? Cheap it shit and the yeah. blackout shit. Hennessy's not even cheap. It's just blackout shit if you have too much. Yeah, 
Hennessy only like for me, Hennessy is only good for two things. It's only good to make you horny or angry. Or both. Yeah. Yeah. I can't I can't even Or honestly, not even angry, aggressive. I can't even say horny because bro, Hennessy is just so disgusting to me. It leaves this ball in my stomach. It make me sick. Like I really get sick when I drink that shit. Nah, it's so see, bad. Cognac do that to me because cognac just I don't know what it do, man. It just makes parts of me happy. Yeah, that's just what it do. But whiskey, like I've worked at I worked at a duty free, so it's like I've ran into a, a lot of people who go to whiskey as they choose to drink. So I've had different conversations, a whole bunch of different people. I've even get to have conversations with people who like brew and make their own shit and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I've learned like the difference between a lot of liquors and just from learning the knowledge, I just, I prefer whiskey. Like for one, most mo- whiskeys is typically aged longer than most, most liquors. Even like a lot of base whiskeys, like you get like a 10 year or 12 year. Like those are typically much smoother. They're more refined. They they don't get you as fucked up as like the other shit, and it don't leave you the hangover. Yeah, man, like, like that's that's key for me. Like, I don't do hangovers, but like whiskey, like I could literally get fucked up on. I I would drink a half a bottle of whiskey by myself in one night in one. How setting. the fuck do you do that? I don't know how, but like I said, once I really enjoy getting to the taste and it t- tasting good, I can and I'm in a good mood. I just want to drink. I want to drink. But that's what I'm talking about. Like, that type of shit, like, I can't do no more. I used to be able to do that. Like, during those days, I used to get fucked up, and now I can't. I can't even. But that's the thing. I'm not getting fucked up. I don't see now. Nah, I'm I... feeling, like, I'm, I'm, in the whole time, I'm just laughing harder. I'm, I'm bub- more bubble. I'm, my body's warmer. Like, I'm happier. Like, I, in my head, I'm not drunk. Really? I'm just having a great time. And I really? just want the great time to continue. Really? That's it for me. See, I get drunk, so that's the thing. I don't see, like, doubles or, like, I'll stagger, like, if I get up if I, a little bit, but I'm typically still, like, in my state of frame, in my Coherent state of mind. Yeah, I, 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 I'm typically aware of everything that's going see, on, no matter how fucked up that I get. See, now, nah, I never, see, I never, nobody's ever put it that way to me to say that, because I, when I get drunk, I'm, dr- I'm the drunk. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, I'm fucked up, like. I can't. That's why I don't. That's why I don't do alcohol like that. Like you know what I mean. Like that's why you like yo. You drink a little bit. I really do drink a little bit. Like See, I don't, but people don't. No, I finished. Yeah, not. Um, no. like it's just to me when I get drunk, I'm staggering. I got slurred. I get. I like because you probably drink to get fucked up. Uh, no, not even. Oh, see, see, even even eventually, like if socially, if me, if we are at like a fucking dinner, I've had this before. Experiences where. I'm at like a dinner and we're all just, you know, having a good time talking. And actually, you know, we end up ordering mad drinks and we're just drinking and talking. And I've just drunk like four drinks already. Right. Next thing you know, I stand up. Oh, shit. And then everything is just blurred up. Then it's fucked. It's bad. Because I got to walk to the bathroom. And then I'm just, uh, uh, uh. See, it goes back to my original statement when I said I never drink. To where I can't get back home. See? Yeah, like, I, I know my levels to drink in, and I know what to drink and how to drink for my own liking. Like, yeah. I've I've had my blackout phases. I've, I've did that, and I didn't like it. I didn't like how I felt during it. I didn't like how I felt 
after. I didn't like the fact not having control. Like I've been there. Yeah. I ain't like that. I don't like that shit. What's either. the point of being in that point where you can have so much fun with as much filters as possible and not be able to enjoy that? So it's like like even in college, like at one point, like I said, it's not even my fault, but nigga, one time I ended up in a fucking um hospital, man, nigga. Really? Yeah. Still huh. drunk. Cause How? It, it was my it was um my twenty first birthday. Met this white boy and his birthday is a week away from mine. So we decided to turn up for both our birthdays. <laughs> Remind you, we were drinking cheap shit back then. Yeah. So just, I'm running from back room to room, just drinking different shit, cheap shit, cardi, like some shit niggas mixed, and I'm just drinking it at and after a while though, I just blacked out and I ended up I don't know how I made it. I made it back to my room. But I guess somebody was like, I guess they were air quotes worried about me. And they called the public safety people on me while I was in bed and they woke me up out of bed. Oh my God. And because when they woke me up out of bed, now I'm sleepy and drunk. So I'm nowhere like incoherency of anything. So I failed all the little tests they gave me, which I don't remember shit. And then they called the ambulance on me for like um intoxication. Really? Yeah, nigga. Remember, so I woke up in the hospital, the patches on me and everything, and I just ripped them shits off and tried to walk out. Remind you, I'm still drunk. I just see one of the nurses say, hey, 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 you have to be discharged. I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm drunk. I don't want to hear nothing else. I was like, in my head, I'm just going to go lay back down. <laughs> so I went back to the bed and lay back down, and I just started calling people to just come pick me up. You know? My only regret about all of that is I don't remember my first ambulance ride. Oh man, the weed and the liquor is hitting this nigga. And just for that, I'll take no, another drink. No, see, the weed and the liquor that hit me age and. And, and being a dad? Uh, yeah. Jesus. Yo, they tell you being a parent is fucking tiring. You got that dad energy now, man. Bro, I gotta do something. Shout out to Diligence, because he gotta have to get me to the gym, because, bro, I gotta get my energy back. Nigga, you need to do something, man. I used to be out. I used to I, <laughs> I go back and look at my shit. I used to be out here in the middle of the night doing whatever the fuck. Now I can't even stay up. Does that affect your sex life? Huh? Does that affect your sex life? Oh, no. Nah, I'm always ready for that shit. I'd be dead tired, but I'm ready for that. I ain't going to lie, yo. When I act- it's weird, though, yo. When I stopped being physical like for a while, it I've noticed it affected my sex life. Like, like what do you the mean, The lack though? of adrenaline, the lack of testosterone, like, the, like it was a lower level of it. It, it like I didn't, ha- it didn't I didn't have much drive for sex really and I find that weird though but I'm always like it don't I'll, I'll find the energy it was more r- random and spontaneous for me it was like it took a lot for me to be in the mood and the moment at the time I get what but you're saying when I started working back out and being more physical again I don't know why like I feel like I had higher levels of testosterone and, and shit just, like that and my adrenaline levels is higher and I just wanted sex more Cause that's just a part of being a guy, I guess. You I know guess. What I, mean? I hope I'm just not getting old too quick. I'm only fucking twenty. You getting old too seven, quick? Twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven. If you get your age, you getting old too quick, bro. <laughs> or maybe I didn't even reach twenty-seven in my head yet. Nah, we're young, man. Twenty-something is young. In my head, I'm probably like twenty-two. I'll be twenty-seven next month, you guys. So hey, listen, I'll be twenty-seven next month. So, uh, 
You ain't got to do nothing but listen to this podcast, honestly. You know what I want for your birthday? What? I want them to tell a friend about weed and whiskey. Somebody who haven't heard us. That's yet. what I'm saying. Listen to this shit, man. Like, give me some feedback. Just selling personality, people. You ever been so high, like you just you just stare in the space? Yes, bro. I miss being that high. I remember at one time I stood in the fucking Walmart for like five minutes straight, staring at the candy aisle. My boy left and came back and got me. Like you know the um. You know when they're trying to hypnotize you and they have that black and white little circle that go in and out like that? Uh-huh. I've been that high where my body feels like that. Yeah. Like, so it's I, just going in and out of each other like a at loop. At that point, I don't want to be high no more. I'm scared. No, at that point, <laughs> I try to make it last as long as possible. Hell no. I, I used to be scared, scared at first. Shit. I used to be scared at first, but now, I welcome it. Bro, that's why I can't do drugs, yo. That's why I'd be like, yo, I want to try shrooms, though. But I'm nervous. I'm too scared of shit like that. Like one time, like one time. Damn, I ain't never told nobody this. I did. I mean, I think so. Yeah, I took like a Percocet or some shit. And I was so high, bro. And I'm like, I'm like numb, bro. I'm like, I'm like, but shit's just, I'm like out. Like I'm just like, it's like so, oh shit. So drowsy. And I'm like, I ain't never in my life doing that shit again. It was so strong. Like I ain't. And I'm like, you know, this is nowhere. This yeah, is I'm nowhere. That, this is nowhere where I want to be. I had a, I had my boy. I had him. One of my friends told me that his first time he did ecstasy with a girl. He said he remember laying in bed with her and talking to her for four hours straight, and not remembering one thing they talked about. That's crazy. That's and crazy. And the only thing he remembers is just being thirsty the whole time, just wanting water the whole time. Hey, you gotta drink water. You gotta drink a lot of water. I don't know, man. Hey, water right now. Weed made me thirsty. Whiskey make me thirsty. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Whiskey makes me thirsty as fuck. I don't know what it is, man. Any anything else on your mind that you want to give the people about yourself? Like you even tell them well, what's your what's your what's your top music? Top music. I'm gonna go. See it 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 it, it runs it runs its cycles sometimes. So right now, I've been probably running. I'm always running Nipsey, all the time. I've been bumping a lot of YG. I play a lot of Kevin Gates. Uh Kendrick is always on my is always on my for some reason like, and I don't even always look for him. But it always comes up and it always end up just going always through pop it. Like, up, yeah. You know, always go end up going through it and Kanye. I love Kanye. And the same thing. Like I love Kanye. You and then like already. I don't, yo, it depends on what mood I'm in. I love Kanye and I love Kanye West. There's two different Kanye's and I like them both. I like the entity of Ye. Like Ye? Yeah. Because Yay is the confident, cocky motherfucker that runs the runs the. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the fact that he's trying scene. to turn his bipolar into a superpower. I yeah, love that. man, I love that. I don't care what y'all say about Yay, man. Listen, I will say, I will say there was some contradiction when it comes to that that uh, contract situation we was talking about. We say he's gonna give back his artist fifty percent. Like, like I'm not gonna he, say there's not reasons for people not to like him at all. 
I'm not saying that at all, yeah. and I'm not even defending those in any way, shape, or form. I'm just saying I don't care what y'all have to say. I'm a love yeah, gay yeah, regardless. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I feel you. That's just where it is. I'm not gonna let y'all dictate how I feel about yay. That's just yeah. how it is. I just feel like he's honestly, he's like one of those people that you're not gonna know he's a genius until later. I want to meet him personally, yo. Huh? I want to meet him personally. I want to sit and have a conversation with him, no cameras. I don't know if I could do that. I can do it. It's like people like Elon Musk. Like, it's funny because this shit popped up in my uh, my memories on Facebook. I put up something that said, it's scary how to smart to think how smart Elon Musk is, how dumb I am. And you said, it's, isn't, it, isn't it great that you understand how smart he is? Or something along that lines. Basically saying, I know what he's talking about. But I'm not that far into it to understand what he's actually yeah. saying. To understand that basically intelligence comes in different forms. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like don't compare your intelligence to other people because it w- it would in turn make you feel dumb. Yeah, but I can still I can still follow things like because he talked to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's just a regular guy too. Yeah. So he's not gonna talk to him like he's a fucking scientist. He's gonna talk to him like he's a regular guy too. But he he may he may understand things a little bit more. He does probably understand things a little bit better than I do. But that's my goal in life. Like, I want to be able to maneuver to any crowd and assimilate properly. Yeah, but those type of people, like, I'd rather just. I don't know if I even had the right questions for these type of people. I don't need questions. I just have ears. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I don't know if I, like, when people are like. Like you ever see them things on Facebook Like if you could have one conversation With one person Who would it be That's hard man I wouldn't even I don't even know if I could have that conversation With that person Because I'm such a Like People like that You're a fan Kind of a fan of And you would just tell them How much you What you like Like, I appreciate this I like this I like this I like that Or How did you do this How did you You're gonna I don't know I feel like I'm not there yet To pick that brain You know what I mean That's how I look at it I've learned in life, mm-hmm. everybody you meet brings a different types of energy. Yeah. So I never go into meeting anybody with any preconceived notations. Or if I do, I don't let my actions reflect my preconceived notations. Basically, I go in there with an open mind of what that personality can bring. Because if you genuinely let somebody just be themselves, it allows you to genuinely be yourself in reflection as well, too. It, 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 you guys would find the page of where you need to be and where the conversation should be, as mm-hmm. long as you don't force it. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Because it's like, you might try to avoid that whole conversation, but that might be the time you need to have that conversation. Yeah. Because so you, you have to just let have, things flow. Exactly. Much. You just have to let everything flow. Like yeah. you don't go in there Like I don't know Like like you know I'm a, I'm a big J. Cole fan And like I had dreams Of meeting J. Cole And I don't know Maybe that's why It helps me humble it Like I, I've actually s- Visualized and saw myself Having a face to face Conversation with him And then it, it wasn't even about What I do And what he do It was just Two men having a conversation Yeah So but like That's the thing Like Like if I was If I could stand in front of If I could stand in front of Nip Rest in peace. I know what I would ask him, but it's like, is it important? how do you get past 
the appreciation, how you get past the fan part about it. You get what I'm saying? Nah, like at that point, you just acknowledge the fact that you're within their presence, and you your appreciation is becoming at its full fulfillment at this point. Yeah. And Ooh. the only way to enjoy that is to have that normal flow ease conversation to make the best and capitalize off that moment. Hmm. I wonder. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I've realized like every small dream that I've had accomplished, I've learned to just enjoy it. Yeah, just for what it is, nothing more. Nothing else. Nothing less. You can't overanalyze everything. Exactly. Just enjoy it for what it is and just accept the feelings it gives me. Yeah. I can't force it to give me a specific feeling. I only have to take what it gives me and go with and go from there. Huh. That's an interesting thought, man. You don't have thought about it like That's that. why I say the universe, you just have to take what the universe gives you and make the best of it. Don't try to force the universe to try to give you something. Nah, I always believe that too. Because I always like, like no matter what, I always just try to find a way just to to, to keep going, regardless. If it ain't if it ain't something I want. But to me, those are like simple laws of manifestation. Yeah. Those are like the simple laws of manifestations. Yeah. Acknowledging what you want and don't need, and 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 basically moving in accordance to that. Yeah. And then, based off your actions and then your words of affirmation surrounding those actions and just your subconscious thought behind it, it that's what projected into your life. Not like I'm. Don't get me wrong. Like writing it down and all of that work, but that's not for everybody. And manifestation comes in different forms as well, too. Yeah, there's different ways to manifest the life that you want. Huh? There's many different ways to manifest the life that you want. Like, sometimes sometimes I believe in that shit, but some most of the times I do. But, but then it's like it's like how how do you when do you when do you like wait for it? Like you know what I mean? I don't know. Like, like you have to find that like a lot of people they're at a point they there's always that saying is sometimes you just have to wait for something good to come towards you and then people are flipping that saying you have to go get what you want. Mm-hmm. But you have to find a balance between that. Yeah, you have to know to let what's meant for you come to you, and know when you have to go take what's meant for you. That's the thing, kind of. It's like, but even more, it's like, when did that become? Because right now, like even us, we're at, I guess we're at an age where things like that is possible, right? Mm-hmm. So, when did that become almost insanity? When you keep doing it over and over and getting the same results. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? But, like, you see how you said manifestation. Some people try to manifest all their life and don't ever get it. That's because my I have my big belief behind that is people are trying to manifest things that's unwanted for them. Mm. There's a lot of things as bad as you want it don't mean it's meant for you. Sometimes we're trying to chase a path that it's not meant for us just because it's what's been shown to us. People don't know how to understand to accept what's not meant for them, no matter how bad they want it. That's it's hard to grip. It's very hard to grip. So it's like when people can't fathom the idea of not getting what they want, it throws them off. 
Yeah, I think a lot of people pursue pursue things that they just they think they, they want. Yeah, they think they want. They, they think see. they want it, and they're like, "Oh, I like this." And then they get caught up in false perception of manifestation that if I believe this hard enough and I want this hard enough and such and such, I can get it. But in reality, in part of growth is acknowledging what is and isn't for you. Mm-hmm. And just knowing when to observe a lane from the outside as well, too. Like, I was I was talking and I was telling people, like, like um, I don't like dance parties, but I like going to dance parties because I like to see people have a good time. Yeah, you just like the the fun vibe. Yes. Yeah, I'm the same way now. Well, I mean, yeah, because before, like, like I was talking about as a kid, I would dance. Yeah. You know, as, a, as a kid, you dance. You're right? having a great time, and you know that joy. Yep. So now just to see other people just genuinely have a great time makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. It just gives me self-satisfaction. And, you know, there's a point in my life, right, where, like, now I understand it. Like, now I understand that vibe where uh, I just want to go just to chill and, and see people have a good time yeah. and have a good time listening to music. Exactly. At a point where I was like, yo, this shit's dumb. Like, I would just reject it. I don't know in a way. Like, like, and nah, that's right. when we used to be very judgmental. And actually, that's when, that's like, and then we look down on people who did that. And it's yeah. like, but as you get older and realize, sometimes people just want to be around people who are having a good time because in, that in turn make them have a good time. Yeah, it's the end of the week, you know. Exactly. It's your wind down. Like, okay. I'm a people watcher. Right. I like to go out in public sometimes and just be in the cut and just watch people and give them their <laughs> own life story just based off what I see. Facts. I do the same thing. I just be high as hell just watching people and just giving them their own damn life story just because of how they walk, they dress. And it's fun. And it just helps my, my creativity. <laughs> just to see how far and like how imaginative I can get and like how I could put two and two together and make it add up to such and such and be like, oh, he do this because of such and such and because he do, like, you know, things like that. Yeah. It just, My problem is I skip people too much. I like, I'll go from one person to like, oh, oh, this lady right here, I got a bad story for this one. But that's straight though. Like <laughs> working at the airport allowed me to do that a lot because like in between the down times at work, I would just watch people come on and off their flights and you, I don't know I could just tell Just how they move Just from being on their phones The way they dress You could tell where they're coming from yeah. They're on vacation What they do for a living Things like that yo. Like, Working at the airport Must be mad interesting Just to see the people That work Just come through That motherfucker Like the, like the biggest benefit For me personally Is I look at it as Traveling without traveling Because you get to have Conversations with people Who've been around the world Yeah So even if you haven't Been around the world You can actually Travel through conversation. That's what I'm saying, like, and you just, like, all the people that come here, you just see them, like, and it's just different. Everybody's different. You just see all the right. different people. Like, I met black people from Cleveland. I met black people from Somalia. Like, I had I had Africans mistaking me for being African. I had Dominicans, Spanish people mistaking me for being Spanish. Like, like things like that. That was, a, that was an experience to me, an adventure for me, man. Like, I love that, you yeah. know, because it's like... It it allowed me to see how other people see me. Yeah. It and not just for the people who was raised and see and basically see life similar to how we see life. Somebody who's completely outside of our realm and our perspective, and it allows you to step into their eyes and look at yourself from their perspective. 
it's a great feeling, yo. Because it just allows you to learn so much about yourself. Because I learned a lot about myself working at the airport. Just off what people told told me about myself and how they depict me just off the conversation we have. Just off that little exchange of words that we have. Like I told you, I had people who have literally bought my book just because I told them I'm a writer and they love the exchange of words that we had. And I had a guy who bought my book, followed me on Instagram... Then he went to try to catch his flight, and because his flight was taking a little long, he came back to the store, take a picture with me, and post me on his Instagram. Hmm. All because he loved the way I spoke. You met people from Somalia? Yeah. Had a great conversation with him. And it was a young boy, too. Really? Yeah, young boy, younger than me. Younger than me, like one of them college, like there's a lot of college students that fly during like breaks and shit like that. So you really? get to see who comes. Where the hell money. was he going? He, he was coming. He was going back home. Really? He was going back home. He was flying um through Aer Lingus, going through um Ireland to go back home. Yeah, he's telling me places to go visit. Like he was telling me if I go to Ethiopia, probably stay away from like the traditional food because our belly might not be used to how they cook and stuff like that. And like, oh yeah, I'm already, yeah. I'm already on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he was just putting me on a whole bunch of stuff and just telling me how life is over there. So like I said, it's like traveling and just seeing the world from the pers- their perspective, not from how the news is trying to tell us, not from no news article, not from Facebook, just literally from somebody's eyes. That's amazing. That's an ex- amazing experience. Like Yo, I, I met, right. I met a ship architect. A ship architect. When have you ever thought about the idea of even meeting a ship architect? Never, but that sounds great. I mean, you like, never even think about yeah, that even yeah, being yeah. a possibility. Yeah. A sh- a ship architect. I met a nigga from Pratt and Whitney who was giving me like crazy secrets, yo, on shit. But I, I even met like celebrities. I met like met some basketball players. I even seen Rick Ross in there, but he he was in a bad mood that day, so he wasn't letting nobody but females come say what up to him. But I didn't really care. It is I what mean, it is. Yeah, I think Michael Blackson came through there one time as well too. <laughs> yeah, Stephen Jackson came through there. Really? Yeah, I met Jason Tatum in there as well. Um, I forgot another Hall of Famer came in there. Some football players came in there. Uh, the lady who who spoke out on Trump on ESPN, she was coming in there a lot as well too. Like a lot of people, because remember ESPN is in Bristol, so a lot of people fly to oh, Bradley. Yeah, to come up there, so I meet a lot of athletes. I met a lot of athletes up there. Oh yeah, and it's like like, I, like that's always like I can say I don't have to act like casual. Like like I've I've seen them. I've been this close to a lot of celebrities, and it's like, yeah, it's what it is. I'm not gonna try to force myself to be around you. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just because I'm a hermit. I gave Schoolboy Q a head now one time. I was like, damn, I <laughs> fucked up. He parked his, uh, it had, it was at uh, Lily's. Where? Right here, yeah. Nah, yeah. see, I, I got to at least have a conversation with these and guys. I got to exchange words. My shorty at the time dropped me off, and my cousin lived right across the street. And I'm like, that's a tour bus, bro. Like, I'm looking at it, it's two of them. I'm like, that's a tour bus. She's like, shut up, that's not a tour bus. I'm like, I know that's a tour bus. I go up here to tell my cousin, they like, let's go outside, nigga. <laughs> you go outside, nigga. I sit in the car. It's like a schoolboy queue. Walk out the tour bus. I looked over. I go, oh, shit. He just gave me a head nod. And I'm like, what up, my nigga? I'm like, oh, fuck. Damn, that was a fan moment. Oh, actually, I met Redman. Really? I actually took a picture with him, and I actually had a conversation with him, giving him a head, what up, that, everything. I just mad I miss meth. 
Like he was there too. So I'm at the mall. I'm at West Farms. I'm walking around and I see somebody. I'm like, why does nigga look like Meth? It ain't crossed my mind. Like his future was open and future Allah was opening for him that night because they had a show uh, out here. I didn't put it two and two together. So I'm outside just sitting chilling before I go to the car and whatnot. And I see, like you said, a tour bus. Out comes Red Man. I was like, oh, this shit, it's Red. Nigga talking, he was like, man, all these people want to snap pictures of me, but nobody want to snap no butt in my pocket, man. Got it on camera and everything. Home was actually one of the coolest people I met. I ain't gonna lie. Home was dope as hell. Home was cool. We sat until we, I talked to him for a couple minutes before, like, he came, before we got on the tour bus and whatnot, but Home was mad cool, yo. He's mad laid back. Mad laid back. He's exactly what you see on the interviews on the TV. He's mad laid back. Mad cool. Funny. <laughs> Fun fact about uh, Redman. They uh, MTV used to have cribs. And they went in to rent a house and shit. Oh, yeah. Like he that. said, nah. He I'm said, nah. He showed them this real house. <laughs> <laughs> fact. Shout out to a real nigga, man. And damn, how how high played y'all, my niggas, man. Yeah. Yo, another real nigga, Ghostface. We saw Ghostface at the casino for my twenty first birthday. He was just there by himself with two women <laughs> at Johnny Rockets. <laughs> and he came up to us and he was like, "I was like, oh, what up, yo? I was like, I'm fan. This is actually one time I actually played it cool. Though. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, yo, I'm a big fan. He was like, yo, y'all, your brother's good, man. You can't get that day by yep. And he sunned the shit out of my other boy. He gave him one. <laughs> hey, yo. I don't know what the fuck that was. Whoa, energy. He got the his spirit then to take on to him. He gave, he gave my boy the shoulder like, yeah. My boy uh, like, my nigga, God. Yeah, my boy was like. <laughs> Damn, well then. Well then. It's fandom. It's fandom. Like, See, I'm but, glad uh, I didn't have one of those moments. But at one point. We are going to be on the reciprocal end of that. Yeah. At some point, there's going to be somebody who's like, oh, y'all them niggas from Weed Whiskey. What up? Like, yeah. Listen, I could do I could do that. That's fine. I don't I, mind. It's going to make me feel a little good when we get recognized. Yo, paparazzi will punch you in your face. Don't come with me that bullshit, though. Nah, come to me. I post for y'all. I get y'all story. Well, I ain't going to be that one. I'll be that one. I got the I time. I ain't going to be that one. Listen. I got the time. I'm yay. I'm yay. I'm you said what? I'm mean, yeah. Oh, I thought I thought I heard something else, bro. Whoa. Whoa. Hey. I have to hey. clear it up because the fans my you, listeners might nah, hear something nah. else, dog. Bun not oat. <laughs> Bun. No, no offense to anybody because, you know, you live the way you live, you know? <laughs> and I ain't got no issue with that, but bun not oat. No, sir. I just nah. to clarify because if I heard it wrong, somebody else probably heard that wrong, too. Nah. They probably ain't going to rewind it just if to you, see if they heard right. If you heard it wrong... You hear it right now, Bonetto. From <laughs> <laughs> in the par in the chicken. Stop. This is the Wait. one this is like this is an era when all of that was okay. But you wanna know something funny? You know like boom bye bye and I bought the boy. Yo, you know a lot of gay people actually know the words more than Better than a lot of straight people. Yeah, because they fucking hate that shit. No, they love that song, nigga. When you're out and that song come on, they get hyped. Do they? Yes. Really? Yo, the first time I've experienced it, I was baffled. Really? Baffled, my nigga. Huh. Yo, I'm at a party, my nigga, and DJ dropped that shit. 
Nobody turned up. Yeah, hands in the air, everything, man. Again, I'm I'm talking about people I know that was gay, bro. Knowing the words, boom, bye, bye, and I bought it, boy. Yo, I'm like, what? What? Exactly. And I seen it on multiple occasions. You'd be surprised. Was, wow. That's what I be trying to tell people, yo. Like, sometimes you have to look at the world outside of your own biases, yo. Yeah, you can't be. You, people, people are gonna be who they are, regardless of how you feel. Yeah. At least try to understand things to yeah. some degree, yo. Regardless yeah. of how you feel, yo. Like, yeah. I get some people don't want to. I get that. That's cool, you know, as long as you ain't harming nobody. That's Yo, cool, you know? And it's so crazy because, like, like you just be like, like, yeah, when you was younger, it was like cool to be like, yo, but no, but yeah, yeah, because that's just what we were taught. It was yeah. just a thing, yeah, it was just a thing. But as you get older, you be like, I don't give a fuck. Like, nigga, go. Oh, Man, I found you, out I one of my care. childhood friends came out gay, but he just never came out gay to me. Bro, it's just like, okay. The only thing I the only thing I I didn't like about the whole situation is like damn my nigga we've been friends for so long come have that conversation with me I thought we was boys man yeah yo like that's what I'm saying like yeah. see yeah like I get we sit here and had our jokes and whatnot but it's like we older now man nigga, you're what, my I'm boy supposed to hate yeah. you now you're my, yeah you're my brother my nigga yeah. come have that talk with me at least yo bro that's what that's the thing that bugs me it's like yo why how people sit there and judge other people for just being who the fuck they want to be and and like. And I also respect the fact that people no longer want to carry friendships after that. That's also okay, my nigga. Because if yeah. you want to cut somebody off, it's better you doing that than somebody trying to force you to be in their life and you bring nothing but negativity and hate in their life, my nigga. That's it don't a make fact. no sense. Yeah. That's a fact, too. If you don't, if you're uncomfortable with that shit, yeah, you just yeah. Be like, Yo, listen, I don't, yeah. yeah, do you, my nigga. Anything yeah. that makes you comfortable, do what you have to do. And if you feel like you have to separate yourself from something like that, that's perfectly fine too. Yeah, long as like I said, as long as it's not harming like nobody out there, yo, do what you have to do to protect your spiritual peace. Yeah, that's all it is, bro. Like, yo, nobody nigga. can't tell you about your spiritual path, no, regardless of how they feel, yo. That's crazy. Just like how you can't tell them about themselves, they can't tell them about you either. And you know, and you know who be the biggest hypocrites? Who? Religious people. Same religious. Honestly, it's basically that's like saying religion is based off hypocrisy. It is, but that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> religion is based off hypocrisy. But I'm not gonna sit here and throw like religion is like this horrible thing. Like I, I can sit here and actually name some benefits from religion. I mean a lot of people benefit from religion because a lot of people like like drug addicts have come off and just yeah, like, latch to it. Yeah, just... I like I like my mom was a was was die Christian. She yeah. died a Christian. Yeah. So it was like I guess like I'm not gonna sit here and cast around and like I didn't ever went to church and all of that, but I'm just I'm personally at this point in my life after my personal path, I'm anti religion. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and bash other people in, in their faces about their religion, but they have to also respect the fact that I'm anti-religion. Mm -hmm. Don't mean I'm not willing to have a conversation with you, but if I say anything in regards of how I feel, you have to respect that fact as well, too, and be able to carry a rational conversation yeah. at that point. Yeah. I don't know if I would call myself anti-religious. No, I know I am, bro. Like, I know I am. Like, I know I'm against religion. Yeah. I am, but it's not like I said. It's not to the point. Like everything that I'm against, it's not to the point where I can't have conversations in regards of the things I don't like. Yeah, 
It's not going to determine where you'd like somebody yeah. to Yeah, it's not going to determine how I move in any way I carry myself in any way because I'm still me at the end of the day regardless of how I feel. I just have my moralities. And like, and people have to understand, I should be able to be as honest with myself as you are with yourself, with yeah. you. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. So that means that's all it comes down And to. it's your choice to decide if you want to be around my type of energy and vice versa. Exactly. Like, there's nothing wrong with that in any way, shape, or form, yo. Yep. Like, we all really need to respect the fact that we all have certain ways we want to carry ourselves, and it's not always in tune or in alignment of how other people are carrying themselves. And that's okay. It's very okay. You don't have to be around. It's not weird. There's no one way to live life. Yeah. I think a lot of people get caught in that. And I think that's, yo, it's sad to say, but I think that's our box here in Connecticut. Yeah, a lot of people are stuck in the very few ways they can live life. It's not like it's one way. It's just limited yeah. ways that they can live life. And, and then they try to innovate those ways and don't really make much of it. I think it's a small state thing. Because we, most people, yeah, we do travel out of state sometimes. I mean, Springfield is right there. That's just kind of right there. It's like there. the tri-state area, though. Yeah, it's tri-state area. Yeah, New York, Springfield. It's like the we, we're area. so comfortable with these things it's no like we don't really want to explore and it's like we're in, in a sense it could come down as like they're competing with each other in a sense when it comes to certain things mm-hmm. who can outdo who and certain what and it's not even in the in the progressive things yeah you know it's funny there's people that leave Connecticut and don't ever come back and I'm not gonna sit here and say I wronged some of them and there's people that leave Connecticut and come right back and stay here. Yeah. And don't and then, go back nowhere else. And then there's people who leave Connecticut, come back, and then die here. Good and bad. I wouldn't mind staying here, to be honest with you. I'm going to say this. I wasn't, but, I wasn't born here, so I don't have no obligation here. I just, I don't know. I want to see something different for a little bit, though, to be honest with you. I want to see as much different as possible. Yeah. I want to live... I feel like there's other places that could live similar to this. I want to live in another country, but have business in America. See, the other country thing is where I'm like, ah. I want, I, I, I have to live in another country. It's the matter of which country. Trust just, me, bro. Just Trust me. Ah. Once everything gets all situated, dog, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm gonna dare. I'm going to find me a nice little country with a nice little place where me and my family can just be, yo. Yeah, no, nah, I would buy a plot of land somewhere else across the world. A couple places across the world. Like, me, my but, goal is I don't want to travel anywhere and have to pay for a hotel. I just want to have a house in the places I go the most. That is very, that's a very, yeah. Like, if I know I'm going to go somewhere constantly, why not make that investment if if I know it's not financially restricted? Financial nah, restriction see, but it. then you got upkeep houses. Or, or, if, I don't, or, if I'm not financially restricted, what's, that's not a problem. Okay, bro. if you're not financially restricted, I guess that makes sense. And I'm trying to put myself in a position to free myself from these financial restrictions so I, I can, can do travel across the world in my yacht. I need to buy a lot of coke. Like I, my my um, now I'm gonna have there's gonna be no a new marriage in my family. So now I have uh came somebody from Cameroon being married into my family, and he has a home 
over that he just built in Cameroon. Really? So now he specifically said, not a home is there for if any one of us even want to go over there. Now we have a place to stay. So it's like shit like that. That's motivation for me. So I want to do shit like that. Yeah. Like me too. I want to. I want to build my house down in Jamaica when my family stay there, and I know I have somewhere to go when I go there. Everybody does that, right? You have to. No, I want to expand that to outside of Jamaica now and yeah. have land in different places where I know I want to go. Yeah, we build connections there. Not just timeshares. Yeah, no, no property. Yours. Property. Yeah, that's where you build connections. Just travel the world. That's mm-hmm. why I want to see. That's why I want to retire young, so I could do shit like that. For me, it's not a matter of retiring young. It's just me having the freedom to do it, and me providing me providing everything that I need to get that freedom. Yeah. Because I don't want to stop ever. I don't want to stop seeing the world ever. It's like the it's just the manner of how I'm seeing the world is gonna change. But I never want to stop seeing the world. Yeah. You can never like you can never see the whole world in your entire lifetime. And actually enjoy it. every place is different. You can't do that in your entire lifetime. Sometimes you have to go to some place more than once to really enjoy and get the feel of it. Yeah. Sometimes you get so drawn to a place you go there a lot. You say. Yeah. Like I just yeah. I just want to travel where life takes me. Like I just yeah. want to go where life takes me and not be limited by anything and be able to take everything that I hold dear with me, such as like my loved ones, my family. Yeah, that's like because you hear mad stories like that where people go on like vacation to a place. And he's like, nah, I just love it here. I'm not leaving. Exactly. Because, and then they never went there with that intention. Yeah, they just went there to have a good, just go on a little break or something. Yeah. Or a business trip or something. They're like, nah, fuck that. I'm not leaving here. I love this place. And sometimes you you realize how your home isn't really your home until you go somewhere that feels more like home. Mm Mm-hmm. It's crazy how life can work. That's why I say you can't. You can't take on anything with preconceived notations. You have to be able to open with what life is willing to give you. Because sometimes life is willing to give you things you never even thought about. Ever even decided to even, hmm, I wonder what that can be. But life can do that for you as long as you're open to whatever. As long as, like, you still can have your morals, your beliefs, your standards, but still be open in regards of those in correlation to that. Be accepting to what can be provided to you, like. But you always got to keep an open mind to what can happen. Yeah. To where you could go. Exactly. And honestly, good and bad. Because sometimes bad only spiral us into a position that can better us. That's a good lesson I want to teach my son. It's like, you just, if something bad happens, you have to accept that. You have to. Take, like, learn from it and pick yourself up and move on. But never just move on. Never just move on. Yeah, no, you, you gotta, have to learn. You, you have to pick yourself up too. You have to learn because if you don't yeah. learn, then what was the point of going through it? Yep, pretty it make much. Makes no sense. Yeah, that's Look. just what I'm saying on that. Like, it makes no sense for you to get knocked down and not learn from being knocked down. Yeah, because you're gonna get knocked down the same way again. You should never make the same mistake twice. Or even if you don't get knocked down the same again, you're not aware of your mistake, and you might make a more critical mistake next time. It becomes more detrimental. Mm-hmm. Never make the same mistake twice. That's a golden rule in life. 
never never allow yourself to make the same mistake twice that should be a personal vendetta a personal vendetta. i like to say never purposely <laughs> say nah, I say not purposely because never put yourself in the same situation twice, my nigga. Never situation never. like not even unintentionally, my nigga. Never because if you even understand every aspects of what got you in the situation in the first place, then you know how to take the move around it from every different detail. My thing is sometimes and this is where I used to fuck myself up with. It's not a good trait. It's not a great thing to say. But I would say the consequences, I wouldn't say are worth the actions, but are are less substantial than what they should be. Wouldn't you say that's some form of insanity? Oh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm fucking perfectly fine. I'm not saying that's okay. Like I said, I'm not saying this is okay. However, however, you know, when when you have, sometimes you make mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. And you'll look at it like, all right, I fucked up. I can't do that no more. <laughs> right? And you're like, uh, I could do it with this type of leeway. Like you stretch your mistakes, you know. You know, you do this, but you like. Ah, I'm not. But do I, like I, I get that. that you could do that with certain situations. You finesse. But you don't apply that in the majority. You don't. That shouldn't be the majority of your situation. How you handle your situations. No, no, no. It's not. Like there's nothing wrong. With, it's nothing wrong with deviating off your course of things, doing some things just for fun once in a while. There's nothing wrong with that. Experiment. Have fun. Yeah. Try new things. You know. Be an asshole. Be a nice guy. Be a bitch. Be somebody, you know. Be somebody who you're not once in a while. That's kind of what it is, more or less, with me. Because I think I'm bipolar. Fuck. I know I'm bipolar. Shit. Not clinically bipolar, but I'm bipolar. No, fuck. I'm gonna be bipolar. Shit. I have mood swings like a, like a motherfucker dog. Sometimes I'm like, fuck this shit. I might just be an asshole today. Nigga, I would sit here. I could sit for ten minutes in the same place and go through at least three to four mood swings. In that 10 minutes Of sitting in the same place Yeah kind of fucked up Damn. I don't know I think I'm turning out Pretty right I haven't killed nobody I haven't yeah. raped nobody yeah. I didn't kill no babies Yeah You know I didn't molest nobody Holy shit I haven't caused any harm On nobody I That not. think they want To take their life So you know I think I'm doing pretty well I don't know I made fun of a lot of people In high school <laughs> Oh I know I did I'm an asshole I'm an asshole but like I said, the way shit been going on right now, the standards is pretty low for being guys right now, man. Because there's a lot of shithead things going on with these niggas is doing. So yeah. thank God for my family, man. Every time I get home, I just be that uplifts everything. Facts, yo. I'm glad that I have what I have because if you wait too long to get something, dog, you have you probably have to question if it's real. Mm-hmm. Because we're starting to get into our artificial world when it comes to everything. Yeah. You don't know what's real no more. Listen, yeah. Like, even love is starting to be artificial. When for I get a lot famous, you bitches gonna get off me, all right? I don't need none of that shit. Because already, she was here for me already. I like attention, and my girl like to see naked girls, so. We're gonna talk about that when we get home, Charlie. So. I'm not gonna do anything with them. I really just like looking. I'm being real. 
I just like looking. Like we've had this conversation and we said, you know what? That's the goal. Like to just be in a nice house, at a nice pool, and just have a whole bunch of pretty girls just around and enjoying their time and we're just sitting there having a good time. Hey, oh. I don't know. I remember this conversation. I've had that me and her had that conversation. Oh, oh you and her, I was about to say, I don't remember me having this yeah, conversation. Yeah, me and her had that conversation. So I don't know, like like, like it's have, like I you not, it's like you said you're just like you don't see the point in cheating so it's like when you put yourself in certain situations you don't get tempted yeah because like, like you don't see the purpose in doing certain things so it's like you learn how to enjoy certain things in a different way we both like pretty black my, women I, I can't help it. it we both like pretty black women shout out to all the pretty black women we love I gotta you guys. Get my, I gotta get money women on porn man <laughs> oh my god Should you call that a rap for that? What? Yeah Well, I think we need to have intervention over here real quick Well no, I'm just saying Um, yeah I don't think I don't think uh, Wifey's having a naked bitch about a pool She's coming out with a scarf and shit. Like oh, this that. is not an everyday thing, you know? It can't be an everyday thing. You can't just have naked bitches show up all the time. No. No, no bitch, leave. I... My girl is home. Go home. I don't think I can do that any day. What? Once in a while, on a great day, pour some nice drinks, some expensive liquor? It's one of them you just break out the expensive whiskey and just drink it with your I girl. Like, I feel like Junior would be out there fucking slapping ass. That's my boy. <laughs> Not this age You gonna me too my son <laughs> That's my boy They ain't gonna me too that nigga They gonna me too my son My son five years old They gonna me too that My nigga. son gonna look And I'm like listen I'm only looking I don't even wanna touch you <laughs> Hey man All of us say Like I don't even wanna be touched by you My daddy told me Not to even let you guys touch me I'm just looking That's gonna be my boy <laughs> I think this is our cue. I think, I think, I think after the naked porn women, I think I was, that, was, that was actually the. And honestly, I'm a lot of them thinking back. I don't know. It's pretty brave to say, I think. What? I don't know. What? I'm a pretty open guy, I think, man. Who? Don't you think I'm an open guy? Yeah. No, no homo? What do you mean? Like, no, in terms of, we just actually had this conversation on Facebook. Oh, we actually just had this conversation on Facebook. That's actually a good point. Oh, you actually talked about that. Yeah, me too. Because I don't really care anymore. It's yeah. just whatever. I want you guys to know my life. Anything that I'm willing to share to the world, I want you guys to know. We are weed and whiskey, and we want you to know how we feel about everything, including about our own damn selves. I tell pretty much whatever the fuck. I yeah, me too. Care. I'm pretty honest with you guys, and I get more honest as we get more listeners, and that's crazy, right? I get more honest as I get more drunk. Oh, I know I get more honest when I get more drunk. This is honestly why I bring good liquor for you, so you can like easily just be honest and just be like, "Alright, cool," because you be telling me how you be listening back to the episodes and be like, "I gotta hear what I say." <laughs> yeah, because. I don't remember a lot of this shit, guys. 
Thank you guys for tuning in to another motherfucking episode of Weed and Whiskey. We had a great time talking to you guys today. Follow us on Weed and Oh shit. Follow us on Instagram at weed.whiskey. Shout out to you, Instagram, for not allowing us to promote any of our posts because of the title of our Instagram. Oh my god. So shout out to that. Even our fucking book bag <laughs> promotion that we wanted to promote for the kids, they wouldn't even let us promote that. Our name is my name. Fuck what you talking about. Jesus Christ. It's not like we out here trying to get weed to the kids, yo. No. We're not even trying to tell people to smoke weed. I didn't put the weed in the book bag. I would never do that. I don't even have the book bag in the same room I smoke weed in. Listen. Come on. I have if you know, you know. Ethics. If you don't, you will one day. I have standards, you know. I'm not going to go give a parent a book bag smelling of weed. I was raised better than that. My mother would be turning over in her grave if I did something like that. Come on, guys. You know, perception is perception. Reality is reality. And don't be limited by your own perception on reality. Because mm-hmm. your perception will always be your deception. Yeah. And I don't really give a shit, so. And on that note, good night. And for now, fuck you, Instagram, until you can let us at least promote our damn posts. Give Jesus' little brother some shots, man. Shout out to Jesus, wherever you guys are. There's plenty of you guys out there.